Welcome in everybody to the My Pets Wellness Weekly Wellness Podcast. Let me straighten myself up. My name is Kevin Crispin. I'm the Chief of Staff of My Pets Wellness. It's great to have everybody in. And today we have one of the returning champions, if not the returning champion, Dr. Rodney is here, our Director of Wellness and Personal Growth. It's been a while, Dr. Rodney. It has been a while. How are you, sir? I'm doing really well. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Um, So today... Uh, we're going to talk about transit transitioning from in the vet space from vet school to uh, you know your first time as a, a practicing vet. Before I get to that, I kind of want to take it back uh, take it back a little bit because um, there are things in life that we all go through that whether you're a vet or not, of you move towns, you change jobs, you um, end a relationship, things like that. So, uh, a loved one. yes, no. oh, that is true. That is Major true. change. Yeah. Um, why do you think people struggle exiting school and starting their first jobs? Well, because it is a significant major change in their life. So this is what the research tells us. We know this. Okay. Um, there are some weird people out there that do well with change, but they're very unusual. That is. The weird. research shows that we feel safest in our lives when we have routines and behaviors, mm-hmm. a consistent way of doing things, and when things are predictable. It's very hard to have a stable mood over a long period of time when it's total chaos and unpredictability that's hitting you. And so the major changes, like we mentioned, are times that feel chaotic. Yep. Um, I can't predict what's happening next. Mm-hmm. That creates the panic, the anxiety, the depression, the sadness that all goes with that. So the mood stability is necessary to have in our lives, and we best can achieve mood stability mm-hmm. when we have consistency and routines. I wanted to ask you, you said uh, we feel safest when we, we have those routines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you say safe, you mean just safe from outside harm what do you, or safe as in we feel more secure. What do you mean by no, that? No, not safe outwardly, just yeah. safe inwardly. I, I, you know, I can handle Stable, this. I, I can, believe you said. I can approach what's coming up for me because I have my routines um, that are going to get me through it. So, for example, I bet you have a routine of behavior which you do in the morning when you get up. Darn right I do. Yeah, because that's what sets us up yep. to have a good day. Yep. If it's all chaos in the morning and the dog threw up on the carpet and mm-hmm. the kids peed in their pants and I can't get up it then you have a very bad day because you don't start out with a routine. You probably have routines of behavior that you do at work, right? You have a certain way that you do things, probably look at, open up one document first to start the yep. day. Those are the ways that in, inwardly I can feel stable and safe in my life. Okay. You probably have a routine of behavior when you go to bed too. Man, I, are you watching? <laughs> Everybody does. Yeah. Yep. You might not be as aware of it as you should be, but... If I don't have a routine of behavior before I go to bed, I do certain things in a certain order, it's a little bit obsessive and compulsive. But see, a little bit of obsessive compulsiveness actually gives us those routines of behavior and the stability that we need. If you don't have that routine of behavior, Mm -hmm. you can't go to sleep. If you have a routine of behavior and then something interferes with it, Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying? I'm in a different place, a different time. I didn't bring some of the things I need to complete my routine. You're going to go to bed and you're going to struggle getting to sleep because that routine of behavior helps me to calm down enough so I can have a good night's sleep. Get what I'm saying? I do very much so. So all these major changes 
mess that whole thing up. Yeah. I'm, I'm moving from college, I'm going to my first job. That's a definite new situation, which requires a different routine of behavior. Yeah, and even more specific, uh, first year vets, vets who have come out of vet school and are now in the clinic. Why do you think specifically for them, it is even a hard time adjusting? Is it, is it routine? Is it the fact that it's really hard to have a quote, predictable day as a veterinarian? What um, Some of the things we've talked about before about, uh, being able to separate home life from vet life, like what, what, what do you think? Well, I'm going to be a little sarcastic here just to make Good. a point. Yeah. When you're a vet in school, you can sleep in till 10, 11 o'clock. When that's you true. go to the clinic, it opens at eight and you got to be there at seven thirty. Yeah. See, that's a significant change. I know that most vets in school don't sleep in until yeah. 10, yeah. 11. But, <laughs> do you, you understand what the whole situation is mm -hmm. different? Um, so, the most important thing you can do when you have a major change is to as quickly as possible set up a new routine. Now later you might need to change that routine because it's not working perfectly for you. But if you can't establish a new routine based upon the new schedule and the new situation fast enough, that's when you're gonna get all out of whack, yeah. okay? So my suggestion is always start setting up some form of routine. You can't change what you don't understand. So you first of all have to understand what has changed, what, in what way is the situation different? Mm -hmm. What did I used to do that will no longer work? And then come up with something. Again, you might need to find out, or you might find out later that that new routine that you thought would work is not working but at least it's gonna make you feel more secure and stable inside when you try to do that routine. Yeah. People have a very difficult time doing that. Okay? Why, why is that? Well, because they're not really analyzing what's actually happening. They just, they just sense that anxiety and that insecurity and that panic that you're feeling, but they're not taking time to evaluate it and try to figure out what's actually causing that. And so like when you make a major move in houses or even in, from one state to the next. Mm -hmm. There's no two states that are exactly alike. Right. No two towns that are exactly alike. And they're still trying to continue doing the things they did before, but that might not work in that new place. Okay, so you have to initially say, okay, what, what are the differences and what routine might work here? And you've got to go for it. And then you're going to have the ability to face each day with a little bit of certainty. What most people do is they just dive into the chaos and the unpredictability. And they, it takes some weeks or even months to develop that routine of behavior. And those weeks and months can be very unsettling. Do you understand what I'm doing? So, yeah. yeah. I, I have to say, every time I have a, a session with you here on, mm -hmm. on the podcast, I learn a lot about my own life because I'm applying that to like, you know, I just moved here to Tennessee, what, mm -hmm. eight months ago. So um, what are some good... Uh, so basically, I'm saying I appreciate it. Uh, what are some good things that, that veterinarians can do? Because I know in speaking with veterinarians in this job and, and with coworkers, a big problem coming out of vet school, I believe, is is there there is a propensity to burnout. Mm -hmm. What can they do with, one, dealing with this transition, and two, to stave off burnout? What are some things that they can do to help with that? Okay. Again, I'm going to say it's the routine of behavior that you set up. No. Okay. Can a vet in school get burned out from school? Probably. Can a vet who's now starting a job get burned out? Yes. 
School can be very stressful. Yes. Work can be very stressful. It's actually a different kind of stress. Okay? Because, you know, in school, you decide when you're going to study, when you're going to just relax. Um, you have classes you have to get to, but they give you a syllabus. And as long as I keep complete all the things on the syllabus, it doesn't matter when I get it done. Mm -hmm. That's not what work's about. It has a very rigid schedule yeah. that you have to move into. And you're going to immediately start seeing the, you see that in the stress from being in school is I just have to get all this done. And if I procrastinate and wait the last minute, there's going to be a lot of stress because I didn't plan well. Mm -hmm. um, but you're pretty much, in my opinion, in charge of your own schedule and how you manage it. Right. That's not true at work. Right. Because the schedule is set for you. You don't even make the appointments. Somebody else makes them for you. And so a major change is I've got to figure out how to manage the stress at work differently than I did at school. Mm -hmm. Maybe you manage your stress really well, got good grades. You, you didn't do that the first year. It took you a couple of years to figure out how to get there. And the same thing's going to happen at work because it's a totally different kind of stress because um, I have to be there. Yes. Um, I have to be there on time. Mm -hmm. I can't sleep in late. Okay, I can't put it off till later because the next appointment's coming in 15 minutes and I've got to be ready. I can't say I'll do it later. You see what I mean? Yeah. So um, you've got to manage that shift in expectations of yourself and the expectations that others have. And you've got to develop a different way of approaching that. What, what would you say? Because uh, from what I'm hearing, it's there are different types of stress. Every, everything is different. You're transitioning from one thing to the other. How, for people who are really wanting to go out there and do well, how, what, how would you counsel them to be patient to one, understand kind of the differences of where they came from and allow themselves a little bit of grace in going into these changes and say, okay, I don't understand the situation yet. I'm gonna be patient and let it play out. Mm -hmm. So this is what I suggest, because I've actually dealt with this with many people. Mm -hmm. They made a major life change. Mm -hmm. Maybe they moved states, moved cities. Maybe they're in the same city that they went to the university at, but it's a different situation. Yeah. Step one is, I know I'm experiencing this change. I'm going to write down my current routine of behavior that I had yesterday. Mm -hmm. I'm going to actually write it out. You know what it is, but you got to write it down so you can see. Mm -hmm. Then when you find yourself in a new situation... I say, okay, what did I used to do that will no longer work for me? I can mark those off. Okay. Or I come up with some other routine that would fit in this situation differently, fit in this situation to meet that need that I didn't use in the past situation. So you're actually making notes and comparing the routines of behavior. If you do that, in my experience, in a fairly short period of time, you can find out something that at least works. Okay. If you're not thinking through the differences in the situation, that's what leads to the chaos and you can't develop a routine of behavior because you're not even comparing it to what used to work. Does that make sense? I think saying? it does. I think yeah. it does. And I think it's the, what I keep hearing here too is like there is a line of demarcation between these two things. You're this, mm -hmm. you, it's you experiencing both of them, but you have to accept that from where you're going, or excuse me, coming to where you're going are two totally different things mm -hmm. and be 
learn to uh, not learn, accept that and be con as content as possible with that and mm -hmm. allow it to kind of change and then take proactive steps. Like you're saying, write down your routine and then say, okay, well now I have to be at work at eight. Well, I can't sleep till nine. So cross that out, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. A routine behavior is actually a skill that you develop. Now, in most of us in our life, we just fall into the routine behavior because there's no pressure to do it. We had routine behaviors that I started even in childhood. So I didn't think about it then. Mm -hmm. When you're making a change that's significant, when you lose a person, when you're changing jobs, when you're changing occupations, when you're changing locations, you actually have to evaluate it and think about it. Otherwise, it'll take forever to develop that routine of behavior in the new place. And that's what creates all that instability inside of myself. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, now, again, there might be some people say that I don't like routines of behavior. Um, well, some people do, but they don't do very well because we as human beings absolutely do things by routines of behavior. Yeah. You know? Even the way we brush our teeth. Yeah. You probably start on a different side of the mouth than I do. Right. Maybe, you know, if you think about it, see, you never think about it, you just do I'll it. start on the left. Huh? I, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Really reading left or right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there might be some similarity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no two people actually brush no. their teeth in exactly the same way. Right. Okay. But we know what our routine of behavior is. That's right. And mm -hmm. it's so much so that we don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good place to end. Okay. Teeth brushing. Super. Dental hygiene. <laughs> uh, well, Dr. Rodney is always a lot of wisdom and a lot of good thoughts. So thank you for sharing it. Um, everybody out there, thank you for watching. As always, if you are interested to learn more about us, please go to mypetswellness.net. There is a whole lot of information there. We have a uh, veterinary support group every Thursday evening at 7th Central that you can join. Dr. Rodney uh, is there. Um, so, um, but again, thank you for joining today, thank sir. Thank you. Always Enjoy good to see here. you. All right, everybody. Thank Can't you so much. Yeah. That's right. Until later. next time, take care. Bye. Bye.